30. Well, not even 30. 23. Who's clicking like a... Are you playing Diablo? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I forgot that I'm on my... Yeah, my bad. <laughs> no. I can't touch anything out <laughs> no, here. I'm just curious. <laughs> you meet a crazy person that's going to help you, but they're behind a glass wall, or they talk to you for a few minutes, and then you have to shoot them in the face. And it's like, okay, I get it. I'm all alone. I've got lots of tattoos. <laughs> Look at me. Tattoos. Yeah. I wear a Resident Evil shirt. <laughs> That's not how I talk. <laughs> Staying home. Why? What? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. Yeah, give me a sec. I just got a turtle, an extra light on here. Give me a sec. I thought Lou just said turtle for some reason. He did say turtle. Mm. You heard it too, huh? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I gotta turn my turtle on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was real good. What? I think uh, Lou's wife right is back. commenting on something. <laughs> That's no, smooth. Oh. Smooth move. I think he spilled something. His turtle probably got on fire. <laughs> His turtle caught on fire? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Why would you turn on the turtle? <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to turn on. <laughs> Why would you turn the turtle on? He always walks towards the flammable plastics. <laughs> Lou's house is probably really on fire. I'm making jokes. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Okay, we should start. I'm just looking at these notes here in Downton Abbey. I hope we're not rusty. I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. That's right it is. You heard it here first. Broadcasting to you from the ZAMP headquarters here in New Hampshire. I am Bob Fournier, and this is what we like to call ZAMP. I am joined by fellow survivor, Lou Page. Howdy, Bob. Killed any good zombies lately? Every day, Lou. Every day. But I heard a a story about this guy coming up. He's got a new weapon for us. Uh, Mr. Ryan Murphy, keeping the borders safe for the north. Yeah, and uh been doing a lot of renos in the basement lately. And you'd be surprised how Is that many... what they call it now, renos? Oh, in the biz, they oh. call it. I've, <laughs> they call it sorry. the biz, too, huh? I, I've got, I got cable. I've been watching a lot of home network shows. Mike Holmes go. on Homes is fantastic. I'm sorry. Hey, don't be sorry. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm, anyways, I've been doing flooring in the basement, and um, there's a lot of tools. But unfortunately, most are corded. And even if they're not corded, um, the cordless ones won't last forever, especially in a zombie apocalypse. Right. Uh, uh, so as I was working on the flooring, I'm constantly looking at these tools and, and turning to Ashley and her father and saying, I wonder if this would make a good zombie weapon. Most of the time I was stared at angrily, but a few times I got the comment, why the hell aren't you working? Um, <laughs> so that was a little disheartening. But finally I found a weapon uh, that I think would work. And it was this giant 
like steel sort of rod and at the end of it there's like this pallet this like sharp metal square thing that you use to sort of scrape uh under floor off because we were getting rid of old floor so you use this like metal scraper and it's really heavy too to, to get your weight into it to kind of scrape stuff and it's heavy duty and i think if you were to get a swing with that thing you could not only use it as a blunt force object or a blunt force uh weapon but also you could cut somebody with that thing specifically zombies like i said Hopefully zombies when we're talking about weapons on this show we were always talking about using them on the living dead yes. never on real people um i the, the unfortunate part i haven't watched enough mike holmes on holmes to know all the tools <laughs> names he's canadian right i believe so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he is. i think most of those home networking shows are canadian uh, i could be wrong about that but yeah i don't i don't know what it's called but the best way to explain it is it's just a giant scraper that you use to get uh, stuff off of uh, cement flooring um, so yeah hey. So this giant scraper that you use to get stuff off of flooring is what mm. we're calling it. Is it too heavy to swing? Uh, no, I believe I believe you could you could swing it. Uh, it'd be really tough to get a good swing at it uh, from a standstill. But if you had like a good wind up, you, it would be good. But it also work really well to like push zombies away if you couldn't get a swing <laughs> off. Just push them away. Just you know, and and also would uh, if you sharpen that end real well, and you had enough upper body strength, you could probably stab the head off get a good you know if you can't like poke their head and and, uh better get it wedged in there and get it stuck well you probably wouldn't get stuck because it's like hard metal right it's got enough weight on it that you'd be able to pull it out it's not like this you know really small knife or something or a screwdriver that can get caught in there now um i'm gonna ask this Mm -hmm. i want you to be mature about this i will try about how long is it uh, it's fairly long. Um, it's longer than Lou's Maglite. I can say <laughs> I that. Knew it was coming. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Callbacks. Inches, meters, whatever you guys use up there? Uh, we'll go in meters. I'd say it's maybe uh, a meter and a half, eh? Uh, oh. Yeah. That's not bad. How, how many feet is that? <laughs> uh, quick mathematics, a.k.a. ballparking it, maybe eight feet? Wow. That's, that's, that's wait. taller than I Okay, <laughs> you're right. Uh <laughs> uh maybe <laughs> shut up bob uh five feet we'll say hopefully when the zombies are, when the apocalypse I, comes they use the metric system <laughs> i believe a meter is about three feet yeah it is okay yeah five feet yeah thank so you. thank you five at least feet Luke can be mature that sounds it. manageable and also yeah, i mean i feel like i could swing that pretty hard a little bit bigger than a baseball bat yeah, and the you know. weight the weight really adds to it. I think you could use it as a, as a solid weapon. I really wish I knew the name of it. It probably would have been good to look up the name before going on the show. But we're gonna call it the floor peeler. Uh, it's yeah, the floor peeler. You know what? I'll I'll have the the name of the tool by the end of the show. Hopefully. All right. Well, uh, speaking of show, I mean, we could talk about the biz and the renos all day. But all we right. Got some, we got some zombie news to talk about. We most certainly do. has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Ow. Uh, Ryan, what's going on in Downtown Abbey? Um, so there's this show I don't watch called <laughs> Downtown Abbey. It's a really big show. And I guess uh, 
this Geek Tyrant article had a short where it was a motion comic based on the Downtown Abbey show with zombies. And yeah. it's it's it looks well done. I can, I can uh, I recognize the one actor, the the chick who played a professor in Harry Potter, <laughs> the old one. The really yeah. old, Professor McGonagall or something. Anyways, um, so she's in it, and it's it's not like an official thing. All the voices are, are fake, but they're well done for comedic effect. And it is it is a comedy short, and it basically has zombies uh, appearing on the set of Downtown Abbey. And the first thing I thought as I was watching this, this is kind of cool. Uh, I think this is a really neat short if I were a big fan of the show. But then I realized that zombies are the undead and these are characters <laughs> that the people know that would obviously have to be dead to appear as zombies and i'm thinking great now i'm spoiled you know like these character names i know they're dead so why would i even want to watch downtown it, Abbey? as someone that has watched the show okay they the characters that they bring up that are dead are not all necessarily dead in the show they oh. just happen to be dead in the motion comic so lou you watched downtown abbey yes i watched downtown abbey okay well my question is is what is that show about because watching the short i'm very confused i'm assuming it has nothing to do with zombies right it has absolutely nothing to do with zombies and the basic gist is it takes place during um world war one or just before world war one the series starts when the titanic sinks and it's basically the heir to this estate is killed and they have to determine who is going to be the new heir because there is no other son to oh. take the heir so they have to like find a second or third cousin and bring him in to be the heir of the estate okay and where and is where is downtown abbey it is someplace in england okay london uh, I right it no it's outside it's outside of London, and it's a real place. This just okay. in. Oh, and it, so it is a real place. So is this is show based on historical events? Not to get too far away from zombies, but I'm curious. It is inspired by historical so events. So why the zombies, though? Where did that come from? I mean... I th- I think it's an interpretation of Pride and Prejudice versus... Uh, Pride and okay. Prejudice with zombies. I think that's where this person got that's their what idea. It, it's what it kind of reminded me of, because I read that book, which was actually a pretty good book, if you can get past the, um, the writing style. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was listening to this, I was like, this reminds me of Pride and Prejudice of Zombies. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was weird never seeing the show Downtown Abbey. <laughs> I kind of want to watch a couple episodes of this because I know a few people are go bananas over this show. So I don't – I can't I, – I still don't get what the appeal of it is. And I will – I will say, I don't love the show, but I do like the show. It's really okay. well written and really well acted. But if you're not into like – Having to sit through like lots of talking and dialogue with no action, then this show is not for you. <laughs> well, if you like action, Lou, you must really enjoy the new World War Z trailer. Haha, <laughs> you're funny. No, not so much. Not so much. <clears throat> did you see the trailer? <laughs> I did see the trailer, and it was fantastic until they started showing zombies. Oh, this is my you. big gripe with this movie. It's funny you say that because you're watching this trailer and Brad Pitt and the the action looks good the acting looks great and like the everything's going great and like you said then they add their zombies in there and you're like no you ruined it you killed it like the the main focus of your story and it's it's why I don't want to see it yeah it, it lo- 
sorry, it looks like a hypey, uh, a hype, hypey, a hypercharged Walking <laughs> Dead. But there's like you're you're right. The zombies suck, but the human drama feels to be there in the trailers. Um, and and if you just if you shut your eyes whenever the zombies come on, it actually feels like it could be a really good movie, um, even if even if there are zombies in it. So I I'm still I'm right there with you, Lou. I'm skeptical. How did they st- get on a plane? This, well virus i don't know but it's a cool pro it's a cool prospect though like i get it yes it seems like basically what the idea of the film is is that i come up with an idea for a scene let's stick a zombie on a plane oh i come up with a scene let's have them all on a barricade and have like a wave of zombies look like an ocean come colliding against the wall oh wait i got another really good good idea for a scene let's have them get chased across a rooftop but Thank yeah, you, you, you mentioned you, Robot Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I come from the future. Um, I I was gonna stop you and say that you mentioned the airplane bit, and, and it's almost like when it happened, it's like, oh my god, they're gonna do the zombies on a plane thing, and then <laughs> it's like shot for shot, snakes on a plane. Like yeah. they blow well, the hatch to get like the zombies out and stuff, and actually that looked more accidental. If you but... want if you want to see zombies on a plane, just find Flight of the Living Dead. Is it uh, a George A. Romero flick? No, it is not. Oh. And so it's, it's full of the most B-movie actors you've ever seen, and it's well worth a rental. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I haven't that. seen Flight of the Dead. I think it's on Netflix. Or I saw. I think I saw it on Netflix. I saw it somewhere, and I went, really? I mean... It's awesome. <clears throat> I, in, the, in the worst possible way. <laughs> well, I really want to see this movie, but I'm, I know... Like, here's what's going to happen. Like, all right, it's a zombie movie. I know what I'm getting into. Don't get too excited, but I'm going to be excited. I'm going to pay like the 8 or $10 to get in the theater, and I'm going to go see this movie, and I'm going to be like, uh, that was terrible. Like, that's what I'm really afraid of, and like, it's going to ruin zombies in the mainstream for me, you know? I I think you're right. Like, I'm skeptical that's why I'm well. staying away. It, it, <laughs> it might ruin... God, I can't even think of the last good zombie movie. Like, this is what we have going for us, guys. Like, it's this or Resident Evil in September. Or next September, I suppose. Yeah, it, it's the pro. Uh, you know, and then there, it's everywhere. Don't get me wrong, but everything lately has been so skeptical. And like World War Z does not make me feel better about where zombies are going from here on out. Like the only the only good thing we have is either like zombie games like Left for Dead or Walking Dead. Yeah, well, even the most recent Walking Dead game is not great. <laughs> I uh, played all of five minutes of it because my brother bought it. Actually, it's funny. We haven't done a show in so long. I meant to write this in the notes that I actually saw someone play it. And I'm like, this game looks really bad. How bad? Yeah. So was it really bad? Yeah, it's it's really bad. And I've seen other videos of it. And it it's not even worth touching. Like, yeah. It's... it's, it's 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 sad because you would think that the quality of the game is reserved for like direct to like movie tie-in games like really crappy movie tie-in games like i'm trying to think of a a good example like you know like the iron man games that came out when the iron man movies were were coming out um like those are really bad but it was a movie video game so you kind of assume it was gonna be bad and you just don't touch it but this is like tied to such a great franchise like the walking dead you would think that they would take the time and energy to, uh, hell, it could have even used the six months to just release it in October, right? You know, when the show comes back. Yeah, it coincided with the actual show. With a name like think, The Walking Dead. like I think everyone got their hopes up, too, because of The Walking Dead Telltale game, too, you know? Um, oh, yeah. 
and they were probably trying to write off that as well. Yeah. I I hear the thing this to to read is the review over at Polygon because apparently they tear it apart. Really? So, and in 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 a funny way. So. <laughs> okay. Well, talking about tearing games apart. Uh last show we talked about the map of the dead app for iOS devices. And uh Ryan and I stated that we were going to download and try it. And we both did. Well, we tried it all right, Bob. Um I only tried it for about 6 minutes. It did not hold my interest very long. No, no. Cool concept. I really I get it. Um I just don't it's it wasn't fun. I'm sorry. It just was I didn't really feel like I was doing anything. It, I I thought it was going to be something completely different. It was kind of grindy. Uh yeah. after a while it was sort of like I'm doing the same thing over and over again and I could be doing better. It's it's neat, but it it sort of plays on too much of the, you know, oh, I'm raiding the Tim Hortons down the street. Aha. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it's interesting that it pulls like landmarks from Google Maps, but yeah, um, I think maybe it'd be more fun if you were competing with friends, or I don't know. I don't that's know what it is that. too. Like, and it's fun the first time I'm going into like a gas station, and I'm like, ah, killing zombies at the gas station. Ah, okay, I'm at work. Ah, killing. Okay, this is already boring. I need to. Well, there's no combat to speak. Yeah, of. it's well, like it's, hit attack button. Do you win yeah. or lose? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think. Kind of, I, I don't even need the combat, but it's just it felt really grindy. It felt like. You weren't really getting anywhere, and then like I wasn't doing anything with friends or anything, so it was just kind of like, well, I could keep going, but I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I don't know. It's a decent when, concept, but there needs are better, to be better executed. Yeah, there are yeah. better zombie games out there. I I, I think if I were to if I think if I was going to recommend a zombie game on iOS, uh, and this is on Android as well, is uh, Zombie Run or yeah, Zombies Run, one of those. It's a running game, uh, but the cool thing is is that it plays on audio logs. So it, you'll be running, listening to this app on your iPhone, and it uses your GPS signal to kind of judge how far you've run. And then it'll play like an audio log, and it's like a story, and it'll say like, oh, we need you to go on a supply run. We're almost there, so keep running for 10 more minutes. So you run for 10 minutes. And sometimes during the segments, like, zombies 10 meters away and you have to actually increase your pace to get away from the zombies see now that's cool i like that it's really neat and um i think they've expanded on it since the last time i've used it and added like a treadmill mode and and just like a listen mode where you can just listen to the story i will i will tell you now that when you suggested it to me probably a year or so ago Mm -hmm. i tried the android version and i hope they've done more with the android android version because it was crap Oh, well, it started out on iOS, and I know the iOS version is mucho excelento, so I don't know about the Android version. Uh, they may have improved it, but I, I, I can't speak for its quality. Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe I'll try that one. I mean, I, it just, I was kind of disappointed. I thought it would be kind of different than what it was. And, uh, hey, you know what? It's free. If you guys want to try it, just go ahead and try it. Yeah, it is free. It's got that going for it. Uh, how many of you guys wear makeup out there? Uh, no, Bob. No. No. Well, that's that your not, question? That's not what you guys told me, like, 15 minutes before the show started. Uh, oh, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. You are, he, ladies and gentlemen, he is making that up. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I will neither confirm nor nor (laughs) approve his message. (laughs) The rumors of me wearing makeup are greatly exaggerated. Yeah, exactly. uh, Well, Amy Pond wore some makeup for a uh, a Nerdist skit, which was pretty cool. Amy Pond is an actor on Doctor Who, I believe. That is her Um, character on Doctor Who. She she oh. was on Doctor Who. Is she still on it? I don't watch Doctor Who. I, I should. I know. That's crazy. How am I a nerd and she not watch it? She left last season. Okay. And so you're a Doctor Who fan? Yes. Okay. Do what I do need think? to watch Doctor Who is a better yes. question. Okay. I Everyone will tell you that. I yeah. need to get on it, I guess. We're not nerds unless we watch Doctor Who, Ryan. Well, I've never heard of the Nerdist either, so I sort of feel like what? I'm losing on both <clears throat> accounts in this story. Well, the Nerdist is um, Chris Hardwick, and you've probably seen him on The Talking Dead, the show that comes on after The Walking Dead. I thought he looked familiar. It's his whole network of uh, different things. Go check it out at thenerdist.com, I believe. And uh, he's he's got a whole slew of things. And uh, they had had Amy Pond in uh, Undead L'Oreal makeup. Or what was it called? Zombiel? Zombriel. Zombriel. I thought that was pretty clever. It was a pretty fun... It was just a fun little fake advertisement, but... uh, the makeup was done really well, and you know it was just kind of fun to watch. It was a funny skit. I yeah. quite enjoyed it. And the actual actress's name is Karen Gillian. It's a very British name. Amy Pond is <laughs> the character she plays. Well, thanks mm. for clearing that up for me. Not a problem. <laughs> I'll still call her Amy Pond, and I'll still call it Downtown Abbey. That's fine. <laughs> it is Downtown Abbey. That's right. So if you guys want to check that out, it's on um, io9 or the Nerdist website. It's just a fun little... Uh, play on some of those uh, makeup commercials you see on TV, but definitely worth a watch. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in depressing news, uh, before we get into our big topics this week, uh, an Oregon school canceled the zombie survival class. Lou, what do you think of that? I think that that is a damn shame. <laughs> I, where was this class when I was in school? Because I would have been guaranteed an A. Yeah, you would. You would probably be teaching the class. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> you'd be running that thing. So now exactly. they're just playing Oregon's Trail, right? Is that what's going that's on? What, that's <laughs> Isn't it Oregon? It's Oregon Trail. Yeah. It's Oregon. Yes, but they could also be playing Oregon Trail, the uh, iOS <laughs> no. game and PC game that's with zombies instead. Really? Yeah, I forgot that yeah. existed. I've never heard it's of that. It's on Steam. It's awesome. Oregon yeah, Trail. Fun. Yeah, get it. Um, what do you think of this, though? Like, why, why put... I get... I get parents being concerned about a zombie survival skill class, but at the same time, come on, guys. It's it's not real. Well, it's it's just guns. I, it comes right down to the violence. And I, 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 as much as I try not to be this conservative sort of, you know, protect our kids sort of person, but, uh, yeah, middle school l- uh, might be a little young for... But I don't see anywhere in here about guns. I see there was survival... Nothing- yeah, I know there's nothing to... I'm, I'm just playing... I'm also get, just playing devil's advocate here. But, like, guns come hand-in-hand hand with zombie survival. I get it, that. It'd be different it, if you were focusing on just straight-up survival skills. Like, there are plenty of stories out there where you could say, all right, we're doing... Uh, your plane crashed and you're the only survivor on a deserted island. Survivor. You know? Like, you could use the same principles minus the guns for that class. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I get in, it. In all reality, it's basically was being a Boy Scout. You know what well, I mean? And that's what I was going to say is yeah. maybe 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 it's too Boy Scouty uh, for some places. But you're just going to learn the foraging, um, building fire stuff like you know, like a Boy Scout would learn. And um, I don't know. It just seems like a real shame that kids won't get to do that fun stuff and pretend about zombies while they're you know hugely popular. Yeah, and, and this is the same argument. They even mentioned this in the article. It's the same argument as the CDC using zombies. 
Um, it captures their attention, keeps them, you know, interested, uh, far more interested in what they replaced it in, what it was a, a creative writing class, creative reading class. I can't Exploratory remember. reading. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the last time I exploratory to book or something that sounds wrong but mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh but yeah this is unfortunate and i really wish you know maybe you know what maybe the middle ground here is they need to add a merit badge for zombie survival see now if the boy scouts did it that'd be kind of fun wouldn't it like you're you're a boy scout you get a zombie survival merit badge where you're like you have to go out and uh, light a fire on your own, you know, forge stuff, and, you know, use a compass to get somewhere. Yeah. The like, Boy Scouts will give you a badge for just about anything. They now have a game design badge. I was so. just about to say they do have a game design badge. and I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah it's mean, new. You gotta, you gotta hand it to them. They're trying to stay relevant. And, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they do a zombie survival thing. because They, they need the positive publicity. You hear yeah. that? You hear that, Boy Scouts? You Get on it. Yeah. I don't know why do they need positive. Do we, maybe we don't want to get into that, but no, you don't want to get into it. Just, just, just know that they need positive. Uh, All right, maybe the Boy Scouts are very different in the states as they are here. Um, I got I got some trouble with some of the Boy Scouts in a little show that we call The Walking Dead, but uh, I'd really like to get into the season finale. I know how the safety works. So episode 16 aired last Sunday of The Walking Dead, the season finale. Uh, first, I'll shoot it to you, Ryan. What, what was your take? What was your initial take when you finished the episode, when it ended? Your your first thought? Uh, 50-50 on like, the whole ending bit and how I, at first I was kind of like, I can see why they, I mean, do we want to just get right into it, the big sort of thing? Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Like, the governor sort of slinks away like the evil mustache guy he is. Like there isn't really a conclusion there. So I was kind of thinking at first, it's like, that's interesting that they didn't, you know, they kind of let him get away or they let him sort of, you know, sneak yeah. away. But uh, I, then I was thinking, this, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'll let Lou get into it because, yeah. you know. Well, Lou, I, you, Lou yeah. your first impressions when you, when you finished the episode. When I finished the episode, I literally stood up, stayed at my TV, and shouted bullshit at okay. the TV. So you think he so, should have died? You think he needed to die? Yes. Um, I don't agree with you per se, but I also will change my tune if next season they just do another governor season. 
Because well, it's really hard to see, and just let me quickly say that yeah, it's really it. hard for me to see how they go forward with another governor season. You know, I would I would stand up and say that's bullshit too, Lou, if I knew that next season was like, the governor is back at Rick's throat. What's going to happen? You know, because it's him and two guys that are afraid to leave him for fear of getting shot. Like, is he going <laughs> to raise <would>. – <laughs> well, is he going to raise another army in between seasons? Like, that would be stupid. So it will be interesting to see what the writers do because this show – the writers are creative and they wouldn't – I like to feel that this show, they wouldn't keep him alive unless they had – good reasons to keep him alive like better well, stories to tell they always say that the characters they keep and the characters they kill are to tell interesting stories you done so, hogging the mic there yes Andrew, or are we good um i'm just kidding so 27 people died that episode crazy <laughs> 27 people 26 I, in one scene <laughs> yeah i i get what this season was about and i i think i get what they were trying to do as writers they were trying to get the group back to where it was you know like at the first half of the season everything's falling apart mm-hmm. for rick personally and everything around him the second half of the season was rick picking himself back up yeah. um and getting to where he needs to be to keep the group alive mm-hmm. and um i get what they were trying to do it's just the way they built it up it was kind of a letdown to not have some sort of crazy satisfaction scene with the governor not being there like the way the way that they left it wasn't good like it should have been more of a cliffhanger and it wasn't no it was sort of resolution yeah um the way it ended was sort of like the governor could disappear forever and we could never see him again and i would be totally fine with that like i don't i didn't need him to die he's sort of at a point as a character where his people know he's crazy which and you know he's snapped and there's no way he can bounce back from that, in my mind. Like, so him killing all those people seemed like such a cop out. Like, it just seemed like poor writing. It seemed like they ran out of ideas, and they went, "Well, we got too many characters here now, and we're going to end up having to mush these groups together. So let's have him kill everybody." Well, I- and then. We can narrow down the cast and we don't have to worry about trying to find a position or a place for all these people or pay for them all next season. I, I get that. I do. But I also think – and I, I think what they're trying to go for here is to show how crazy the governor has snapped. Um, I, I, I get it. Point. And I, I think you watch that scene and you say, OK, I get it. It's kind of a cop-out. He's just shooting everyone that works for him and lives with him or whatever. And he's gone so mental that he just kills them all except for that one girl that somehow survived. Um, the old classic hide under a body. Yeah, we've all done that before. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, I get it. And then the two guys like, dude, if that if that just happened, I'd probably do the same thing. Like, I'm just going to get in the truck and hopefully he doesn't shoot me. Um, it's just it just felt weird. And like they took all the survivors and put them back in the prison. And I mean, we could talk about the big things too. Like the two big parts of this this was Andrea's death. Spoilers. No more whining from her. Oh, thank the gods. Here's, here's my problem with the death. She didn't even redeem herself. Like, to their eyes, she didn't redeem herself. Which is she, perfect. Because she, she didn't never, need to redeem herself. She never got in contact with them, never did something to screw the governor over. She got caught, she got taped, and she got bit. Like, And then they come and they find her. And it's just like, yeah, like you know, I'll just forgive you for everything because you're going to die. 
um, and we'll feel bad. But you know, it's just well, <clears throat> Rick gave her shit. Like Rick, you okay? If she had redeemed herself, Rick would have said, "It's all right. You did your best. You 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 helped people." She says, "I tried, Rick. I tried." And he says, "Yeah, you tried." Like I sense that sort of like you're a fucking idiot, you know? Like sense that in his voice, and maybe that's just me hoping for it. But like, did anyone else realize that she was totally killing time trying to get out of that chair, just talking yeah. and fumbling with those pliers? She could have got out like so many times. And that you want to talk about bad writing? I'd call that worse writing than uh, than shooting all those. Uh, Woodbury uh, citizens. Yeah. That just felt like so out of character for her. You know, she knows he's going to turn. Why wouldn't she rush? She can talk to him when she's out of the chair. Yeah. And it's like she would talk and stop doing what she was doing. Like she couldn't multitask all of a sudden. We should mention too that she gets bit by Milton, who was killed by the governor just moments before. Um, Slowly killed, by the way. Uh, Can I. Did he handcuff. He didn't handcuff Milton to anything, right? No, no, he was left. Then um, I know Milton was wounded and he was laying there dying, but you know why didn't he like crawl over there and pass her the pliers? Why or, did she have to like dig underneath the thing with her foot and dig it out? I never even or, thought of that. Or here's here's where I was bothered by it. Why didn't he open the door that he was right next to? Because it wasn't locked or anything. What do you mean? Open it was it? a sliding door. They, when the when Rick's crew came in, didn't they just slide it open to find Andrea? Yep. Well, he yep. was stabbed in the stomach. Um, he right, and he had did. enough energy just to babble on about zombies and life, but he couldn't just slide the door open so Andrea could yell for help. Maybe if he figured if he moved too much, he would he would die faster. I don't know. My my, I have no problem with what Milton <clears throat> did and what happened to Milton. Um, that was sort of just tragic and unfortunate, but. Uh, what what happened with Andrea and how she was sort of she was sort of the the sort of staple they just kept coming back to after every like sort of story break and I didn't it's like really you're not out yet like badass Andrea would have been out of here by now you know yeah. I mean no offense but didn't Glenn just like break the chair <laughs> well she was strapped with leather straps I think it, it, Glenn was duct taped to the chair and he or broke it off handcuffed handcuffed well, she, yeah, she was in like a dental. It was a very chair. odd scene, and like she <clears throat> didn't feel right. Yeah, like Lou said, it, it's kind of weird writing for them, and it just when I saw that scene, I was like, "Well, Andrea's not going to get out alive because something's going to happen." Because it's just a very odd scene to do, you know. And um, I thought she would survive. I just figured it was too set up that they would kill her. It, like it just didn't it didn't work for the character. Like it was too weak, you know. And that's why I figured, oh, she'll survive. And I was really surprised when, when they opened the door and she was bit. I'm like, that seems weird. Someone's been uh, enjoying Woodbury too much out of training. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else happened in that show, really? I mean, besides uh, little little Carl there, uh, pretty much the biggest jackass in the show right now. Yeah. I, I will say something about Carl's little decision. So the governor attacks the prison... They ambush the governor, and the governor and all his men run away. And a kid's running through the woods. Carl finds him along with, uh, 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 what's his name? Herschel. And the kid's got a shotgun in his hand. And his hand was pretty close to that trigger. Mm -hmm. And 
they tell him to put the gun down and he goes, no, here, I'll give you my gun. Yeah, that and was tough. I was kind of like, I don't know if Carl really made the wrong choice at that point. I would have said, put the gun on the ground and then kick it well, to that's, me. <clears throat> sorry, that's where, it, that's where you kind of have to think, okay, why not tell the kid to get on his hands and knees, you know, oh, that was odd, um, to like get down on the ground, you know what I mean? Like, get get down, drop the gun, that kind of thing. He didn't say anything, he didn't do anything, he just pretty much, the, the other kid was talking, and Carl didn't say anything, and he just shot him. Yeah, it was just cold. Like, he didn't even try to save him. That, I think that was the biggest issue, and that's what Herschel was getting at, where he's like, he didn't give the kid a chance. Like, he was handing his gun over. Sure, he was handing his gun over, and um, Carl is a quick son of a gun. You know, yes. if, if that kid were to do anything stupid, Carl probably could have taken him down. But then you get to the end of the episode where they're, they're taking in survivors or whatever, and he's pissed. Yeah, oh yeah, and that's crazy that he's so pissed. Like, I, he's changed. He is not the go-lucky, I'm wearing my dad's shirt fat uh, kid anymore. He is broken. It feels I mean, like. he gave the badge back, didn't he? He was almost, like, ashamed of, you know, Rick trying to help people. And I get it, the stuff that Carl's had to do. And all the, like, you know, shooting his mom and all this other stuff that's going on. And it would probably change you as a kid. But man, oh man, like this is just like what are you what are you gonna do with this kid next season? What's your plan? So you think it's just this is they're setting up season four to be like this is how kids grow up in this new world. <clears throat> yes. I Ugh. think they're setting it up so that Carl something's gonna happen to Carl. I just have a feeling someone's gonna save his life and he's gonna be a complete turnaround kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but they'll wait till like mid season next yes. season. It's yeah, going to be so. the first first half of the season is going to be Carl's a jackass, Carl's a jackass, Carl's a jackass. Oh, wait. Somebody just saved Carl's ass. Now, now Carl realizes- is going to be... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He just... It, it seems like the way they write the show, I try to be sort of relaxed and cut them some slack, but... They won't... It feels like you guys got them in a pattern, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. And I was I was let down. Like I said, I get what they were trying to do, build up characters and like you're almost building up for an entire season for your next season. And I think that's what we have here is you think this is the dark middle chapter? <clears throat> yeah, and I think you're going to come back full swing. All those survivors that they pulled in are obviously aren't going to stay with the crew or survive. It's like 30 something people. So the your season premiere of next year's or, you know, October's episodes is going to be something crazy whether it be the governor coming back or something happening Um, yeah and i have a funny feeling we won't be seeing the governor next season i think they're gonna do what they did with merle he's hired on for another year is he yeah Yeah, they've they've, well basically as soon as this the the episode the season ended like a day later they said yep he's hired on for another year he was always going to be a recurring Yep. Uh, you know, so they, they tr- avoided spoilers by not announcing it until after the season finale, but it sounds like he will be back in some sort of capacity uh, yeah. for season four. Right. They didn't say uh, whether it would be a huge capacity, but well, know. here's the crazy thing too: is like we have ha- we had that poll on our website who we thought <laughs> who was going to kill the governor. We had 161 total votes. 148 of those were for Rick. Um, yeah. So save that for next year. This yeah, time. I guess so. Like I think a lot. If, judging by this poll. Um, people are probably upset 
that the governor lived. You know, people want to see that man die for everything he's done to the group. Well, I think also people want progression, you know, like this is sort of the same thing we were saying when season two uh, was coming to a close. Like, when are we going to see the prison? When are we going to see the prison? You know, they're looking for that next set piece. I don't know what it is. Cause, so uh, <clears throat> give me, uh, we'll start with Lou, but mm-hmm. give me your overall impression of the season uh, in a few words. Uh, slow start, great middle, disappointing ending. Yeah, I think you're with the masses there. What about you, Ryan? If you had to sum up the season and what you thought of it, uh, Andrea's dumb. <laughs> uh, Andrea gets what she deserves for being dumb. Okay. And the governor really grew on me, and I'm glad he's coming back for another season. And I just, I really hope to the gods on high that they do not fuck it up. Well, I mean, he's a good bad guy. He's a good recurring character. Uh, you can't disagree with that. Yeah, bring him definitely- back for a good reason. He definitely gets under your skin, and he definitely makes it worth watching as a bad guy. You yeah. know, I um, like him as a villain. Yeah, I yeah, I think we all that. did. But you know, people want satisfaction of you know the villains dying, and we didn't get it this year. And I think maybe they tried to do it to make it so that people would want to see what happens next next season. But I think it also made a lot of people very upset. Well, I think it's just because they don't know what's coming next. That's the issue. <clears throat> so here's here's a funny thing though. Uh, season two. Mm-hmm. We complained that the middle was very slow and draggy, and uh, it ended with a giant, giant bang. Yep. To Shane's head. Uh, see what I did there? Uh, I got stabbed first. <clears throat> yeah. So, I think we were all expecting that because that's what TV shows do now. You 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 drag on in the middle and then you explode at the end. Yep. And we you didn't get it. You didn't get any sort of crazy zombie action like the cool like where they made it so that they, you thought they left the prison but they really didn't thing was awesome I really like that mm-hmm. but uh, everything else just ugh. I, I, I wasn't a fan of that season it feels like this was a mid-season hiatus thing that they just, just should have been the season the, or the mid-season finale yeah. yeah yeah I could see it I mean that's just how TV works we've sort of got into this you know, it's it's the problem with TV these days is that we're all in this pattern where we think, oh, at the end of the season, something big has to happen. You know, I was surprised at the end of the season they didn't really hint uh, as to what would happen next, you know. and You got no no direction of no, what's going to yeah. happen next. That's you, the thing. It's like you have no idea where they're going with this show. Yeah, season two. I don't think the big they do. Reveal. Well, maybe they don't, but I like to think they do. I like to hope they do because I just – that's just how creative people work. They're always thinking about the next thing. Um, this isn't Lost we're talking about. <laughs> right. You know, Lost is, a, is, is kind of its own beast in the sense that there's no way they have a, a, a season-to-season story, right? But I think with The Walking Dead, I maybe I'm just cutting them too much slack. I think maybe that's it. I don't know. Well, I mean, here's to October. And uh, until then, we're obviously going to be bringing back our zombie topics of the week. Um, so if you guys out there listening have any ideas for topics of stuff that you think we should talk about until The Walking Dead comes back, we are all ears. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to start talking about some random zombie things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it feels like topic, we haven't done it in forever. <laughs> first topic is how we would have ended The Walking Dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I think we'll we'll put Walking Dead to rest for a bit. I think that would be a solid idea. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, um, that should pretty much do it for what we have this uh, time. Uh, Lou, you want to talk about your giveaway? Well, we requested that everybody 
that wants to hear Bob tell a really bad zombie joke to send us some zombie jokes. And I'm going to give away a copy of Super House of the Dead Ninjas for Steam. But we didn't get any response this is th- this past two weeks. So we're going to extend the contest a little bit longer. And because you guys aren't giving me zombie jokes, here's one of my own. Oh, God, no. Cue <clears throat> uh, bumper here. I'll have to send it to you. Um, what do you call a zombie with lots of kids? Uh, a mom-ster. Uh, Guys, I need your help. <laughs> that was not, that was not even a zombie. Joke. No, not really. I just pulled that one online. I don't have my book in front of me. Okay, someone uh, take someone, all please, the copies from please, Amazon. Please, please help, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we can. You guys can do better. And and uh, yeah, hey. if you're interested in Super House of the Dead of, so sorry, Super House of Dead Ninjas. Um, Lou is a code. We'll put some. We'll put some information on the game up on the website and more details on how you can win it. And we'll also spread it around the social medias. Uh, just a quick email. Just write a quick joke and, or even just Google it. I don't care if you steal it. Bob, I don't Bob it. steals his. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and before we get into the wrap-up, uh, we do have a little bit of listener feedback from uh, Jim Bean, who wants to know, how long does gas stay fresh in an abandoned car? He's, this is a serious question for yeah. the zombie survival the Zamp crew. It's a good question. Um, it is. It's it's and in, we see in in The Walking Dead and movies where it's like oh we'll just siphon a bunch of gas and we'll be fine. Like how are they keeping those cars running? There's no refineries left, right? Um, <clears throat> so I we looked it up and and Lou, you had the answer. You you gave him an answer pretty quickly. Why don't you tell the listeners what how gas how long it stays fresh? Well, it depends on moisture and. Mm-hmm temperature and all of that fun stuff but the most a gas a tank of gas will last is about a year yeah i i was doing some digging and like well here's the thing too and a little bit of a zombie survival tip for you guys and i'm pretty sure ryan was just going to tell this mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but using a fuel stabilizer every uh every time you can will actually extend the life of gas. So if you do get into a zombie survival apocalypse, the next tank of gas you get, make sure you put fuel stabilizer in it. Yeah, but that's only if you get it like fresh from the tank. If well, it, that's what I'm saying. The next it, time you get gas. If we, were ask, if we were answering Jim's question, abandoned cars at best a couple months after it was filled up. And the problem you run into too, Jim, is um, – cars that sit too long if you siphon that gas you try and use that car it's not going to run properly it's just going to eventually come back and bite you because you're going to get trapped in the middle of nowhere on a highway with zombies surrounding you because your gas was bad (laughs) i i really just think uh the reason cars run so well in the walking dead is because they're all solar powered (laughs) yeah that's gotta be it i mean they they never drive in the dark man (laughs) that's a good point i think would you really though in a zombie survival no, no, I wouldn't. no. Well, I hope that answered your question, Jim. I think we got it. And remember the fuel stabilizer. A uh, little little zombie survival tip from the Zamp crew here. Uh, thank you very much for the email and the question. Um, but for now, we should probably get into the wrap up, Ryan. Hmm. Um. You can find me at R Murphy on Twitter. Uh, Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord. Bob is at Bobbert F. And Rick, who will return 
soon is at Rick <laughs> Pivot. I was going to say <laughs> eventually. Uh, but yeah, he'll be back soon. Um, you can see our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Uh, you can find our email there, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. We're on Twitter, zombiespodcast, facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. And a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find more of his work at starcrossedonline.com. And uh, check out his show if you're a fan of uh, Game of Thrones. They do a lot of good coverage on uh, the Citadel Cafe. Mm. Uh, that's when I first started listening to Joel's podcast. And uh, they do a lot of interesting talk on um, on the Game of Thrones. And that is out as well. So yeah. I'm uh, behind a, on Game of Thrones. It's a, it's a pretty good podcast. And uh, I, I love hearing their discussions on Game of Thrones. And uh, Game of Thrones is great, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd also like to thank Coltrane from Convert to Raid for doing a little right. bit of that voice work in the new intro. He's got the most amazing voice in the world. So thank you very much, good sir, for that. And uh, But for now, until next time, for myself, for Ryan, for Lou, and for the aforementioned Rick Piven, thanks for listening. Are we gonna have a sweet outro now? Um, Lou, is your is your gas fresh? No, oh. uh, not usually. Really? I get a lot of complaints. Why don't you use that? See, apply those talents, uh, Bob, to writing a good zombie joke. <laughs> I know, right? Damn it! It's Downton Abbey, not Downtown Abbey, isn't it? Yeah, it's Downton. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Well, down here in downtown Abbey. I thought it was always downtown, like downtown. No, it's Downton. Oh, no wonder. I thought everyone was pronouncing it wrong. I feel like you were. (laughs) Yeah, you were. Okay, I feel like a, a real American right now. I'm sorry.